KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah ashavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tavori. This week, Shabbat, we read Parashat Yitro, the parasha, of course, which contains Aser Tadibrot. The mitzvah of Shabbat is stated in Parashat Yitro as Zachor at Yom HaShabbat The mitzvah of Zachor is a positive mitzvah of Shabbat, as opposed to Shamor at Yom HaShabbat, which is the negative of refraining from Malacha on Shabbat. Zachor would mean that a person should do something positive. Now, we know that there's a mitzvah to a positive mitzvah of the Torah, to make Kiddush on Shabbat, Zachor at Yom HaShabbat, the Kiddush of Shabbat, Lel Shabbat, Friday night, the Kiddush is Doraita. But the mitzvah of Zachor at Yom HaShabbat has another connotation as well, namely remembering Shabbat and preparing for Shabbat. The Shi'ur today will discuss the mitzvah of remembering Shabbat, preparing for Shabbat, and from there we will discuss preparing for other mitzvot as well. When we say there's a mitzvah of preparing for Shabbat, so there are two ways of thinking about Shabbat during the week. One is the Ramban in Chumash, on our parasha and parashat Yitro, explains that there's a mitzvah of counting the days toward Shabbat. And he points out the famous fact that in other languages there is a day, there are names for the days of the week, Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whereas in Lashon Kodesh, in Ivrit, the days are all referring to Yom Rishon B'Shabbat, Yom Sheni B'Shabbat, Yom Shlishi B'Shabbat. Actually, according to the Ramban, when a person says, Shir shal yom every day. Hayom yom rishon b'shabbat shabu hayu alavim omri veta mikdash. He, in a sense, fulfills a partial mitzvah of zacharat yom shabbat lekadosho, of remembering Shabbat every day. And then the Ramban quotes the Mechilta as well, that the Mechilta mentions the famous machlokas. Well, we'll soon see. Is it really a machlokas? But the opinions of Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel regarding the, this concept of Zachor at Yom HaShabbat, to remember Shabbat even during the week. And the, the Mechilta says that on Sunday, even on the first day of Sunday, prepare for Shabbat. And what does that mean? That Beit Shammai would say whenever they have a good object, a new kli, a new vessel, something, or the Gemara in Masechus Beitzah, at the beginning of the second parak, says when Beishamai found a good piece of food, they would save it, Lekavet Shabbos. If on the next day, they would eat something, they would find something that's even better. So they would eat yesterday's food that they had originally prepared for Shabbat, and they would eat the food that is better that they found the day later. In a sense, the Gemara uses an inter- interesting phrase, 
Bet Hillel haya ochel, Bet Shemai haya ochel lichvot Shabbat. Even the food that they ate during the week was lekavet Shabbos, because they had originally bought it for kavet Shabbos. But then when they found something better, something perhaps fresher, they ate the original food, but even that was lekavet Shabbos. Even the, that achila was lekavet Shabbos. But Beishamai had another concept. Beishilel, I'm sorry, Beishilel had another concept that they had bitachon that they would always find something better. And the Ramban explains in Chumash that the idea of Beishamai is that the week revolves around Shabbos and therefore even from Sunday you begin to count for Shabbos. And that's why Hayom Yom Yishon B'Shabbat is the kiyum of Zachar Yom HaShabbat. But the Ramban says, indeed, Beis Hillel really agrees to that. The idea of that Shabbat, Zachar Yom HaShabbat, begins on Sunday is also endorsed by Beis Hillel. But they thought, I have to keep what I have today, because according to Beishamai, this is already Kavit Shabbos. But Beishilel had another midah. Their midah was not that we disagree with you in principle. We agree with you in principle. But we have such bitachon, they had such confidence in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he'll always provide something Kavit Shabbos. So there's no need on Sunday to take the food of Sunday and prepare it for Shabbos. But if it would be something that even Beisida would know that it's better to keep, they would also begin preparation for Shabbos on Sunday. The only thing is they had a midah acheres. They had another characteristic. They trusted, they had such bitachon, such confidence that HaKadosh Baruch would give them something better. So we see the mitzvah of Zachar at Yom HaShabbat is to prepare for Shabbos. To prepare for Shabbos is not to, A, to count the days toward Shabbat, which is not actually preparing, but just anticipating Shabbat. And secondly, there's a mitzvah, Zachar at Yom HaShabbat, to preparing for Shabbos. Now, the Gemara in Kedushin is, is well known. The Gemara in Daphim Aleph and Madalif says about preparations for Shabbos, Mitzvah bo yotemi bishlucho. It's better to be involved in the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos rather than appoint a shaliach. And the Gemara mentions the greatest of the Tamari Chachamim. There the Gemara includes Rav Safra Rava. They themselves would help prepare the fish, prepare food for Kavit Shabbos. Now, obviously, these people had people, perhaps wives, family, friends, who would have prepared Shabbos for them. For them, And the Gemara doesn't say that they prepared Shabbos, but they wanted to be involved in Shabbos, so therefore at least part of the preparations they did by themselves. And the Gemara says, this is merit-worthy, mitzvah bo yotem mishlochot, it's a greater mitzvah for you to be involved in Kavit Shabbos than to have it done through a shaliach. Of course, the Gemara brings it in connection with the mitzvah of Kiddushin. The first Mishnah of the second parak of Kiddushin says, Ha'ish mekadesh bo b'shlucho. A person can be mekadesh himself or through a shaliach. And the Gemara asks the question, obviously a person can be mekadesh by himself. 
if you can be Mekadesh through a Shaliach, it you can be, obviously you can be Mekadesh by yourself. It seems redundant to say, He should say, A person can be Mekadesh through a Shaliach, and obviously whatever he could appoint a Shaliach for, he can do himself. And the Gemara says, that we see from here, mitzvah boyas mishlucho. The Mishnah emphasized that a person can be mikadesh himself or through a shaliach, but it is obviously preferable to mikadesh by himself. Why? Because because mitzvah boyas mishlucho, like we see on Shabbos. Now, the equation between Shabbos and kiddushin requires a little bit of analysis. First of all, we have to understand: is the mitzvah actually, that we're involved in, is the mitzvah, which is a mitzvah per se, or is it only what we would call hachsha mitzvah, a preparation for doing the mitzvah. For example, sitting in a sukkah is a mitzvah. Building the sukkah is a hachsha mitzvah. Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of onik Shabbos, of enjoying Shabbos. But there seems to be a mitzvah, this is the topic under discussion, of kavod Shabbos, of preparing for Shabbos, of honoring Shabbos. And as Reb Chaim pointed out, kavod Shabbos exists before Shabbos. Onik Shabbos is basically on Shabbos. But kavod Shabbos is preparing for Shabbos. But it seems that kavod Shabbos is not a heksha mitzvah in order to have onik Shabbos. They, it's not that you prepare for Shabbos because well, I need food on Shabbos, so obviously, willy-nilly, I have to prepare for Shabbos. But it's a mitzvah per se of covered Shabbos. Since it's a mitzvah per se, <coughs> we would say, mitzvah bo, yosem b'shlucha. Is Kedushin itself a mitzvah or not? Well, there's a well-known machlokas between the Rambam and the Rosh, and very briefly, we'll say that according to the Rambam, there is a mitzvah of Kedushin. The Rambam says the bracha you make on Kiddushin, the bracha asher kitshanu mitzvah v'tzivanu lohayrayos, that bracha is the birchas ha-mitzvah. It's a bracha before you do a mitzvah, similar to any other mitzvah. You make a bracha before you do the mitzvah. And the Rambam thinks there is a mitzvah called Kiddushin. Ki yikach ish isha, although the Torah phrases it as ki yikach ish isha, when a person takes a wife, but somehow it seems that according to the Rambam, it's not just a statement. The fact it is indeed a mitzvah that a person should be mekadesh. The Rush in Ksubis, the first parak, Simon Yudbeis, the Rush disagrees, and the Rush says that the mitzvah is really pruervu. The mitzvah is to have children, and if a person has children, then there's no mitzvah of Kedushin. Conversely, if a person would know that he can't have children for whatever reason, then there would also be, a, there would be no mitzvah at all of Kedushin. Kedushin is only Heksha mitzvah of Pruervu. Kedushin is a, the best way of doing the mitzvah Pruervu in a halachic fashion. Therefore, according to the Rush, there's no mitzvah of Kedushin. But nevertheless, the Gemara says, mitzvah bo yos mishluchah by Kedushin as well. So it would seem that this Gemara may imply, according to the Rambam, that mitzvah bo yosem in a mitzvah itself, when you do the mitzvah, 
then you say mitzvah boyos and bishlucho. But I don't know, according to the Rambam, what would be about a hechsher mitzvah. And the question obviously would be, if a person would build a sukkah, would you say it's better to have someone build a sukkah for you because presumably you could be involved in something else at the time. For example, Rav Safra and Rava, the assumption is that they would have been learning. So they would have been osik b'mitzvah, and a person's osik b'mitzvah is patefenat mitzvah. So it would seem that a person who's in the base medrash and is involved in learning Torah should, it would be preferable for him to get someone to build the sukkah for him, according to the Rambam. It's only hechsher mitzvah. The issue, of course, is according to the Rush. According to the Rush, it seems very strange that even though Kiddushin is not a mitzvah, it's only a hechsher mitzvah, but nevertheless, the Gemara thinks mitzvah, would that mean that we would say the principle of mitzvah applies to everything? Would it apply, for example, to go to buy a lulav, to buy an esrog, to, to build a, um, to build a sukkah, to bake matzah, to buy Hanukkah candles, everything that you do to prepare for the mitzvah, also the same mitzvah, this issue is one that we'll have to get back to. It seems very difficult. But there's another question that always bothered me. I know that I heard this kasha, but I'm not sure from where. The equation itself between Shabbos and Kedushin also seems problematic for a very simple reason. Kavod means honor and respect, dignity. When a person prepares for Shabbos, so obviously I said there's a hechsher mitzvah of having food, having Shabbos prepared. But there's something else. The kavod itself shows a certain attitude and respect, perhaps love, for Shabbos. Kavod is not just that the object gets done. It's how you do it. I give an example. For example, a great Tamit Chacham would come into my house. And my children, my grandchildren were in the house. And the Tamit Chacham sits down, and I want to show him a little bit of respect. So I ask him, would you like a drink? And he said, yes, I would like a drink. So I could do this in one of a few ways. I could ask someone in the house. I could ask a child, a grandchild. I could ask someone who certainly would agree to prepare a drink for the gentleman. On the other hand, I could do it myself. Now, in terms of the person receiving the drink, There's obviously no difference if I would do it or my child would do it or my grandchild would do it. But if it's a question of respect, doesn't it show more respect if I would do it myself? It's not that I have someone else do it. I want to show respect by doing it for him. So the concept of kavod is not just mitzvah because, well, it's better to be involved in the mitzvah. I think there is more kavod when the person himself does it, the person who sits in the base medrash and leaves the base medrash because he's involved in Kavit Shabbos, that shows the Kavit Shabbos. Whereas by Kiddushin, I don't really think there's a concept of Kavod. A person might argue with me and say it's a question of Kavod for the, for the spouse. The Gemara applies the concept of mitzvah both to the husband who takes the wife and both both to the wife who is being married, even for her, as well for her. 
The Gemara says, Mitzvah bah, It's better for her to be involved in the Kedushin than to send a Shaliach. A girl who is going to be married can also send a Shaliach for the Kedushin. The Kedushin is the ceremony where she... It, what, as we do it today, that she gets the ring. It's not the wedding, it's not the Nesuin, but it's the Kiddushin. The technical aspect of Kiddushin can be done through a Shaliach. But in both cases, the Gemara says both for the male and for the female, for the husband and for the wife, Mitzvah Bayasim Bishlucho. So, one could say, well, that's also a question of Kavod. But it doesn't seem really that there's a din of Kavod. Kavod by Shabbos, I understand. So therefore, the the comparison between Shabbos and Kedushin itself seems to be a little forced. Be that as it may, we know you can be Mekadesh with a Shaliach, the Mishnah says. And even though you can be Mekadesh with a Shaliach, the phrase Mitzvah Yosem Mishluch applies. How, how strictly would we take that principle? It seems to me that the way we would take that principle would be that, let's say, by Kedushin. It's obviously preferable to to be involved in the Kedushin yourself. But if you send a Shaliach and he does the correct action, he does it properly, so you lose this concept of Mitzvah but what you did is done. In fact, the Rambam says in Hilchos Ishus that a person who's Mekadesh, either by himself or through a Shaliach, either he or the Shaliach, makes a bracha before you do the Kedushin, and the Rambam adds, as you do by any other mitzvah. I make the bracha, or the Shaliach makes the bracha. But we found something very, very interesting in the tshuva of the Rivash. The Rivash, in tshuva pei beis, quotes a Ravid. I don't know this Ravid from any other source, except for the fact that it's quoted here in the Rivosh. The Rivosh quotes a Ravid as saying, HaMekadesh Ayyadei Shaliach Tzarech Lachzor LeKadesh Hu Ba'atzmo B'Sha'as Nesuin Mima Shekatav Mitzvah Bo'yos Mishlucha Since it says Mitzvah Bo'yos Mishlucha Since it's better to do it yourself Therefore in the case where a person was Mekadesh with a Shaliach Later on when they do the actual marriage ceremony the Nesuin, then they should make a bracha. The Rivash is shocked by such a statement. He uses that beautiful expression, such a holy mouth, such a pure mouth. Like the Ravid, how could he say something? If a person came to Mekadesh, a girl, and you have a choice of being Mekadesh, Either by yourself or be a shaliach mitzvah But after you were mekadesher, well, what what's the point of doing the kedushin a second time? She is mekudeshes. So the right Rivash goes on to discuss that in the case where a person was mekadesh a girl from somewhere far away, and he used the shaliach to mekadesher when the Kala sh- comes, they do the Nesuin, the Nesuin must be done in person. So when the Nesuin comes, so the people who will witness the Nesuin might not necessarily know 
the background of what happened. And they might think there was no Kedushin. The husband, they, they knew that the young lady in question was, let's say, in Syria. And the fellow lived in Israel. And they arranged to be legally Mikudeshes in order to avoid certain problems of bringing a single girl out of Syria. So they were Mikadesh with a Shaliach. But now in Eretz Yisrael, when, they, when the Kala shows up, People might not know that she's Mekudashah. So the Rivash has the discussion, maybe it would be better to do an act of Kedushin. An act of Kedushin would be to give her a ring, to say Hareat Mekudashah, to have witnesses, to have the whole ceremony, but not to make the bracha. The bracha was already made. Then the Rivash goes on to discuss, perhaps there is another case where the Shaliach was Mekadesh but without a bracha, he did not make a bracha at the time of the Kedushin. In which case, when the Kala does come to the Chatan, she is still Arusa, and now, perhaps that bracha could be made, calls Manshi Arusa, as long as she's still Arusa. And he gives a comparison, a very interesting comparison, to the case where a person ate a meal. So after you ate a meal, you should bench. But we know that if a person has forgotten to bench, or for whatever reason did not bench, did not say birchat hamazon, if a certain period of time expired, he can no longer bench. But within a certain amount of time, where we assume the food has not been completely digested yet, then he's still allowed to bench. So he said, the Rivash said the same way, as long as the food is considered not digested. It's considered part of you. You can, you can bench. So as long as the Kala is called an Arusa, you could still make the Bichat Ayusin. Of course, the Rivash says, that's only provided that she has not made, that you have not made the Bracha before. The Mishnah Lamelech in Hilchas Ishus, Paragimel Halachayud Gimel, quotes this Rivash and says the comparison is very strange because by Birchas Hamazon, by benching, the mitzvah was made to make the bracha after you eat. The question is, how long after you eat? But if you, as long as the food is not digested, then you say, well, then you can still make the bracha, Birchat Hamazon. But by Kedushin, the bracha should be made before the Kedushin. Is there such a concept that you can make a bracha as long as she's Arusa? Well, this question would depend upon two different issues. One, is there a mitzvah of Kedushin? And is the bracha a mitzvah, a bracha on the mitzvah of Kedushin? If that would be true, then the only question would be, can you make a bracha after you do the mitzvah? The Rambam says you cannot make a bracha after you do the mitzvah. The Arzuruah says you can make a bracha after you do the mitzvah. And the question is, how long? So perhaps the Rivash would think that you can do the bracha of, it might be a birchas mitzvah, but you can make the bracha as long as she's called Arusa. Not when she's married, but as long as she's only an Arusa, before the Nesuin, perhaps you can make the, the birchas mitzvah of Arusa. Alternatively, we could discuss whether the bracha of Kedushin is a birchas hashevach. It's a bracha 
not on the mitzvah. According to the Rosh, there seems to be no mitzvah of Kiddushin. It's only a Haksha mitzvah. But nevertheless, the bracha, according to the Rosh, is on the Shevach, on the phenomena, on the wonderful occasion of Kiddushin. Perhaps that bracha can be made, according to the Rosh, as long as she's in Arusa. So perhaps that's what Rivash meant. I grant you that the comparison to Birchas Hamazon still remains difficult. But we have now, by Kedushin, two interesting opinions. One opinion quoted by the Ravid, that even if the Chassan, even if the Shaliach made a bracha, the Chassan can make a bracha later, which seems very strange. But then we have the opinion of the Rivash, that if the Shaliach did the Kedushin, perhaps it would be even preferable that he not make the bracha, but in the case, certainly, where he did not make the bracha, the chassan could make the bracha, calls manshi arusa, as long as she's arusa. As we said before, this question of preparing for the for the mitzvah, mitzvah b'yisum b'shluchal, as we said, applies to Shabbos. That's our basic source. We compared it to Kedushin. As we said before, the comparison seems difficult. But nevertheless, it applies to Kiddushin as well. Now we would really have to understand, does it really apply to all mitzvahs as well? Does it apply to everything? The Mishnah Bura relates to this issue in Simon Reish Nun. In Simon Reish Nun, in Hilcha Shabbos, there's a special halacha. A person should get up early in the morning Friday to prepare Tzarechei Shabbos. Interestingly enough, we have a, a special heter that's quoted in the Mishnah Bura, that when something is on sale, that something is important for you to get on Friday for Kavit Shabbos, let's say there's a case where there are special chalas, but they're sold out very quickly. So the Mishnah Bura says, in the name of the Magan Avram, that you're really allowed to go even before you daven shachris, you're allowed to go be involved in Tzarechi Shabbos. If it would, uh, if you could delay and do it after davening, of course, you should daven first. But in a case where davening might preclude your obtaining some specific ide- item for Kavit Shabbos, there's a hatter, Yashkin Baboker. The preparations for Shabbos would begin early in the morning. And then the Shulchan Aruch says, Afilu Yeshlo Kama Avadim Lishamsho. Even if a person has slaves who can do everything for him, you should try to prepare at least something, Kavit Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch said, Yishtadel. If you look in the Rambam, Hilcha Shabbos Periklamid, the Rambam says, Chayav, which seems a much stronger language. Chayav Adam Lachin Laba'atzmo, a person who must prepare something, Kavit Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch says, Yishtadel, a person, a person should try. And then he quotes Rav Chizda, who used to cut vegetables, Rav Yosef could cut trees, Rav Zerah would, would light the fire, Rav Nachman would, would prepare the house, and clean the house, and he says, everybody should say, Every person should learn from our Gedolim. The person should say, well, it's not uh, according to my dignity, I have other people to do it. This is respect. That's your dignity, a person's Mechabit Shabbos. So the Mishnah Brewer raises the issue, would you say this by all mitzvahs? And he says that 
we would have to discuss which mitzvahs are involved. And we would have to judge each case on its own merit. The tshuva that I'd like to discuss for a few minutes about this particular issue is the tshuva of the Marachar Zerua. The Marachar Zerua is the one who really phrased the question, the, in my mind, the most clearly and succinctly. He said, In Cain, he said, if that would be true, it would seem to be by any mitzvah. We should say mitzvah And for example, by shechita. Now, we've never heard that there's a concept by shechita that each person should shecht his own food. Or by afrashas chala. Persons mafrish chala. Today, the people that bake at home are mafrish chala. But certainly by chala, you can make a shaliach. And in, basically the point of the arzarua, of the marach arzarua, is when do you say mitzvah bayasim bishlucham? He tries to give a principle. And he tries to say only in a mitzvah that the shaliach has no benefit from. I, the person involved in the mitzvah, would have the benefit. But the shaliach would have no benefit then in such a case, the mitzvah the So, for example, in Kedushin, obviously the benefit, the Hanah is for the Chatan and Kala. So there, mitzvah the By Kavit Shabbos, the Hanah is for the people involved. So then you would say, mitzvah the But by Shechita, he claims the Hanah is not just for that person. The Hanah is for everyone. That comparison also seems difficult. If that's true, Shabbos also the benefit is for everyone. And then he gives another example. He gives an example of Talmud Torah. By Talmud Torah, a, a husband, a father is required to teach his child Torah. Would we know today that many fathers fulfill this obligation? by sending the child to school. The Rambam Paskins in Hilchus Tamar Torah, that if a father can teach his child, fine. And if not, he has to pay the tuition bills. Would you say mitzvah and To me, that question would seem obvious. Of course mitzvah and Because the primary mitzvah is for a father to teach his child directly. B'dyeved, if for whatever reason he can't do it properly, so then he can hire someone to teach. But l'chatchila, the mitzvah would be to do it yourself. And surprisingly, the Marachar Zerua says, by the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you can hire, you can hire a malamed. Eina of atzma malamdo. He doesn't think there's a, a specific obligation on the father to teach him. He says he would not apply the principle there. But by Kedushin, not only would the Marach or Zorua apply the principle of but in one way, he came very close to the Ravid. The Marach or Zorua said, I don't understand why the Shaliach can make a bracha. We said before that according to the Rambam, a Shaliach who is Makadesh, a, a, a young lady for the Chatan, the, the Shaliach makes the bracha. Marach Azura says, I don't understand. If mitzvah how can he make the bracha? The question is too easy to answer that 
It's surprising that Merach HaZerah would ask such a question. The bracha is made on the Maisa HaMitzvah, not just in the Kiyom HaMitzvah. The bracha is made by the person who is involved in the mitzvah. The shaliach is doing the Maisa HaMitzvah. So the person who does the Maisa HaMitzvah makes the bracha. Who told you that the bracha is made by the person who is making the mitzvah? Be that as it may, it seems to me that I'm left with a little bit of a quandary, and I'd like to share that quandary with other people. Anyone who has a suggestion of an answer is invited to respond. Which mitzvahs do I really say? Mitzvah bo yasem bishlucha. I know the Gemara says it by Shabbos. I know the Gemara says it by Kedushin. And now the question is, where would we say it by all mitzvahs? In general, we say, for example, that there's a mitzvah that can be done by other people. Then, and you're learning Torah. We say, The Ramam in Hilchas Tamat Torah Paragimel says if a person was involved in, do, in learning Torah and it's a mitzvah that someone else could do, he should get someone else to do it. If no one else can do that mitzvah, then you have to stop learning to go do that mitzvah. Why don't we say that even if you're learning, mitzvah when do we say that it's better to stop learning and go do the mitzvah? When do we say that it's better to continue learning? By Kavit Shabbos, it seems that a person should stop learning and go look, do something with Kavit Shabbos because mitzvah Would you say it by Hechshem Mitzvah as well? According to the Rambam, I said there's no reason to say you do it by Hechshem Mitzvah. But nevertheless, according to the Rosh, we said there is a possibility. It seems to me that this question requires further definition.